you're rocking the, the jet green right now. Adam Sandler. Right. Number one, you were Rich Eisen. The second movie, I see Brad Hirschberg <laughs> being your father. Dennis Miller. The autumn wind is caused by global warming. <laughs> Uh, a legend in the booth, Jim Brockmeyer. I do love watching Tebow play. I mm-hmm. gotta say, he just he combines all the fiery leadership of Ray Lewis with the uh, with the throwing ability of Ray Lewis. <laughs> and uh... I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. It is free agency week, so uh, we're taking the week off from television. Anything we would do on TV would be dated the instant we put it on television, so we're just doing an audio on this week, and I beg you for forgiveness, because uh, as we tape this uh, around dinner time, Eastern time on Wednesday, about 26 or so hours into the free agency period, I, I fear we might have the same issue here. Peyton Manning as we are currently sitting here, has not yet signed. So, uh, as a matter of fact, as we are currently sitting here, uh, Peyton Manning is in the Tennessee Titans facility. So I'm just going to flat out go ahead and date the podcast and let the (laughs) chips fall where they may. How can you not at this point? That is Jason Lockenfora, who is part of the we that I just mentioned as we sit here. Uh, Jason Lockenfora, just fresh off of six consecutive hours of live television. So I agree. Who's counting, Rich? Who's counting? I count it because I just did the last three with you. (laughs) Uh, Steve White, who did the six hours as well, he is uh, manning a little bit of the path to the draft. I guess manning is the the operative phrase of the day. Uh, He's on path to the draft. He's going to come join us in a matter of moments. Lombardi can't even join us because he's doing the he's entire everywhere. path to the draft yeah. before he does total access. That's what we do right now this time of year. Good to see you, Chris Brockman, my Rich television Eisen. podcast producer. Good Get, to see you. Take the rest of the week off, by the way. Oh, thanks. You know, I was, I was disappointed. No FaceTime for me. I understand. Well, just some audio <laughs> time for you uh, and Chris Law, the uh, podcast producer extraordinaire. Richard, how's it going? I'm doing well. Uh, I don't. Do you follow Brockman on Twitter? Jason. No, but I'm about to you right now. To, you got I, to. I, I, or yes. maybe I do. You I follow, missed, you I missed his, too many people. You missed his weekend with his mom. He was really? live tweeting his weekend, weekend with, with his mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Does mom have a Twitter account? Or she does. Unbeknownst does. to her. At no, Brockman does. Mary. At Brockman. He's at I'm Chris follow mom he, now, too. He's at Chris underscore Brockman. Yeah, so. okay. At Topher Law. Chris Law. Okay, very good. Mary Palooza was in full force this weekend. She Indeed. So let's get right down to some of this stuff. Alrighty. Right now. You're officially followed. Thank you. Very good. Um, so where do we even start? Uh, the Bucks? do we start with them because sure. they've spent the most? They've had the most activity? Do we start with That's... them? Uh, Vincent Jackson fills a need? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I Carl, would say so. Carl Nix fills a need? Yeah, and, and not as much as wide receiver, though. I think if you looked at where they have, people say, oh, the Bucks haven't spent. Well, they haven't spent on outside free agents, but they've spent a lot of money on their offensive line, and now they bring another stud guard in. Um, so, yeah, I mean – it's all about incubating their quarterback there, and so you do that with your offensive line. You do that with your running game, and they still have Garrett Blunt, and maybe they draft a running Trent back Richardson. high, maybe. And you've got now a stud, legitimate number one wide receiver who is a freak of nature in both size and speed and total right. package. Eric Wright, a corner also. V- nice corner, absolutely. Does that mean the end of Ronde? Is that what that means? I, I think my suspicion was the end of Ronde was probably already in the works just because Greg Schiano's coming in there, and he's the anti Raheem Morris, really. I mean, they're going to be running a much tighter ship. It's going to be much more of a disciplinarian. There's going to be more rules. Raheem was very player-friendly to the point where some thought he was too chummy with players. And he and Rondé obviously have a special relationship that goes all the way back. So if you're coming in there guns a-blazing April 16th or whenever your first day of, of off-season activities are and, and you want to destroy – I don't want to say destroy that culture. You want to change that culture. You want to go in a completely different direction. Right. 
you're probably not going to have Rondé Barber as the team leader. How right? about that that division? Yeah, Cam and Steve Smith. And I like that team a lot. Even you know, though they're not doing I, anything, I like that and, team and a lot. Freeman took a step back last year, so I don't want to throw him clearly with Breeze. But you got Matt Ryan and the Falcons with with Julio Jones and, and Roddy White, and you got yeah. you got you got Freeman with with Vincent Jackson. I mean, there's, if I'm Atlanta, there's no I'm a little defense. worried. If I'm Atlanta, I'm a little worried. Why? Well, because the Bucks probably weren't as horrible as they looked last year. They probably weren't as good, maybe as ten and six the year before. But they have some assets. Eventually, New Orleans is going to get this Drew Brees thing worked out, and, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Carolina prob- should have been at least 8-8 eight eight last year. I mean, you can attribute two to four games to learning curve, inexperience, not over the hump, right. injuries. I mean, Atlanta, we'll see. I mean, Michael Turner is not a spring uh, they, chicken. They, that offensive line started to really to, fall apart last I have year. Spoken who to rushes some- the passer? I've spoken to some Atlanta individuals who believe that Julio Jones is going to take a massive step forward that he wasn't used properly last year okay. by the offensive scheme that was put in place. That's and and that this is going to be a much better year for that. And and I might as well date I might as well date this podcast completely. Right now we're still waiting on the uh, the bounty. Yes. Hand down. I mean the Saints could get handicapped yeah, considerably. I, I think they're going to be without their head coach for at least half the season. I'd say that's that sounds about right. I don't think they'll be without them all season. I don't think the league wants to do that because no. then suddenly you're playing a game in late November, early December, and we're still talking about the bounty yeah. because it's just, well, Sean Payton's not on the sideline because yeah. of X, Y, and Z. That's almost why I think it's going to be a shorter four-game suspension. No chance. I think, I think half More the than season that, I think. is my, th- my feeling. Uh, That's just my gut. Well, I'm not just, even going to call that in. It just draws out the storyline, which the NFL Well, but the storyline has to be drawn out because if, if, you know, if they really want to lay down the law here, I, again, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm putting myself out there, too, because if my ultimate boss doesn't do this, you know. But, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, the fact is that they, they, they covered it up and had to be found out again. Yeah. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger you know, got four games. Now, I know that's apples to oranges, but if you look at some of what players have been disciplined for, they're going to hit. They're going to hit the same. You've got to come down but hard on an organ. This is a- institutionalized. Doesn't that affect w- what the NFC South is going to look like? I it mean, does, if you're but I mean, the- he wasn't calling plays for a while last year, and they still hummed along. I think Spags is going to. I mean, I-, I love Greg Williams, but I think Spags will be very good with what they have there. I think if a, if if a Cam Jordan, if a couple of their young players step up a right. little bit on defense, uh, I still think they're going to be formidable. Hey, you're talking about Atlanta. You know what? If if that's going to be if it's going to be all about Julio Jones and they can't address much on defense and I I don't love their right. back end and they don't have a pass rush, you better be score like you're okay. Matt Ryan better throw for five. He better be one of these guys who throws for. You better be Matt Stafford. You better throw for five thousand yards down on and the forty Falcons. touchdowns. You don't like Matt Ryan? No, no, I I. I you're down on the Falcons. I'm not. Da- I, I you're just, down on the Falcons. I think I, they're gonna. I think they could be in a little bit of a bind in that division. I mean, just because of the way that division is shaping up. I, I again, the offensive line seemed to get old. And out of sync quickly. Sam Baker took maybe had guys taking step back. Let's get Brockman in. There's uh, a lot of Brock, offense in that. Brockman wants so. to know about. Uh, I, I'm sure Patriot fans are getting a little nervous about this too. Sure. Um, all this money being thrown around at wide receivers who are not in the class of Wes Welker. Yeah. Not even in in the in the area code of Wes Welker. What what, what uh, is this going to be difficult? Yeah. Pass. I know they franchised. Him, yeah, it's a but, different. It's a different deal because he's so, franchised because it's the Patriots because you have Tom Brady mm-hmm. because you understand I mean I, I would say let's see if they go get Brandon Lloyd let's see those numbers 
if those numbers are completely out of whack, then maybe then maybe it creeps into the locker room. But I, I think they have an understanding of what it'll take over two or three years, and that's what it's going to be. Is it's there any chance that they've cleared the cap space somehow, some way, to go ahead and use pick number 31 on Mike Wallace? Why wouldn't they go ahead and try? I mean, that, that, The cap space is exactly it. It'd be very difficult for them to structure a deal in a way that it would cripple Pittsburgh's ability to match. And so otherwise you're kind of saying, is this just a, a, a effort in futility and, and are we going to go there if we know that we really so can't front load it the way we'd like to? Or the way you'd probably have to to get Pittsburgh to walk away. I'm interested in what you guys think on the Bucks signing of Vincent Jackson. Who's the last big-time free agent wide receiver to go to another team and have an impact other than Randy Moss? None of them do. So did they overpay? Yeah. Randy Moss was traded. That's true. But but name a wide yeah, receiver who, 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 who signed a, a big contract who signed a big something. deal. That's a good point. Did hmm. T.O. Did T.O. do that? Well, I mean, he was pretty good. At, well, when he went to Dallas, the first that that when he originally went to Dallas, that was pretty big money. Mm-hmm. Certainly at the time, and he. I mean, obviously there were issues, but he he produced. Well, Steve Weish is sitting down right now. We'll we'll throw that out there. Just yeah, that's put, an interesting thought. I'm going that, through teams uh, uh, in my uh, head uh, of the Cover Two podcast fame. Uh, Steve Weiss. Well, I thank you for the plug. You're welcome. You're I just welcome. came in. I just came in on Taylor Swift's private jet. By yeah, way. how about that one? Did <laughs> yeah. you hear that one? For <laughs> was those she who were, serenading him? Was she playing for the those guitar? Who were, as... For those who were just uh, who did not watch our coverage today, um, we uh, we had uh, what's his, what's his Terry McCormick Terry from McCormick uh, Titans Insider. TitanInsider.com. and he said he gave the information that when Manning landed in Bud Adams' plane to avoid the cameras. They took the private jet into Taylor Swift's hangar to because I guess they have an arrangement that would avoid the paparazzi. So she's not pictures of Taylor of Miss Swift. I thought that I, I you know, and and that's ridiculous. I thought that was crazy. <laughs> and then he then pointed out that Taylor Swift is being romantically linked with Tim Tebow, who's part of this manic really? process as well. That is We're when I openly people yeah, somebody well, somebody yeah, I said, I said, I said, that's when I said that's when I said on the Jeez. air. I said, did I did we accidentally get Harvey Levin on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> like, the the coverage did seem right TMZ-ish now. with uh, you know. Manning. I mean, but at any rate, um, that's what the, the Taylor Swift reference was. As Steve sat down, uh, Chris Law just pointed out that. That who who was a uh, give me give me the name of a wide receiver that signs a big fat contract to go to a different team and actually is a, is a big factor. They're, they're, you know that Vincent Jackson is going to have to, I guess, go against type and actually. I'm having be, trouble coming up with. Yeah, that. I mean, it's, it's, it could just be because I'm fried <laughs> from six hours of television. Uh, <laughs> it's possible. That no, but it's, it, it's rarely happened. I mean, we saw Randy Moss. Of course, that was in a mid round trade. It didn't. It wasn't a big money uh, free agent move. Uh, you know, you look kind of down the line. Some of the guys who maybe, yeah, it's you know the fact that we have to think about it this much is. Right. is they, I can think of plenty that didn't work. I can tell you that a bunch that didn't work. I mean, currently, look right now, you've got Sidney Rice. You don't know if that's right. going to work yeah. in Seattle. I mean, he signed big, big money there. Boku bucks. Anquan Bolden's been okay, but that was a, that was a and trade that was a trade, well. and, and it was a restructured contract. It wasn't a break the bank situation. But let's be honest, he hasn't. He, 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 he hasn't been a game he changer. No, he hasn't been the game He's changer. He's been more that like the a Larry tight end. Fitzgerald is, you know, and and in that respect, you know, so the Bucks are going to obviously have, have to play against type in that, but. You can't blame him for going out and making that big that big no. move. That odd that odd uh, fifty five million five hundred and fifty five thousand fifty five dollar <laughs> fifty five cent uh, contract. That apparently they did that because that's Josh Freeman's number, which caused me to ask Vincent Jackson on in our interview if if he asked 
uh, Josh Freeman to change his number I'll to nine. I'll tell you what I noticed, though, just yeah. going through contracts today. Mm. So he's represented by Neil Schwartz. That's the agent for Vincent Jackson, who also represents Darrell Revis. And I was looking over corner contracts today right. with Brandon Carr and all these being done. Guess what the three-year average salary is on uh, the deal, the three-year average per year that Darrell Revis signed with the Jets. What was that? $13,333,333. Oh, <laughs> but it lacked the 33 cents. But the so same somebody, mechanism. Somebody slipped so obviously that was a nod to Speaking of, of, Sanchez. of cornerbacks, Cortland Finnegan goes to the yep. Rams, which means he's reunited with Jeff Really like Fisher. that move. You like that move. Very much. Brandon Carr goes to the Cowboys. You don't like that move, I, You Steve. know, I, I'm not completely – I don't think this is the blockbuster that maybe Cowboys fans – we're thinking of when they're going to get rid of Terrence Newman. Part of it, again, from watching the Chiefs and covering a lot of their games, he seemed to be playing on the right side, Brandon Flowers mainly on the left side. Flowers clearly is the better of the two corners. That's why they, they locked him up and let Carr hit free agency. Well, if he plays primarily on the right side, where did Terrence Newman play? He was primarily on the left side. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike Jenkins is their right corner. He's been there ever since they drafted him three years ago. So now are they going to ask Brandon Carr to go over to the right side and and handle the Victor Cruises of the world and the Akeem Nixes, you know, in that division. I'm just interested to see some of the coverage schemes that Rob Ryan uses to max out Brandon Carr. I mean, I think he's a he's a he's a good player, but I just I'm wondering if Cowboys fans are thinking that he's going to be Dion in terms of replacing Terrence Newman. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I, I, the San Francisco 49ers did pretty good with Carlos Rogers. Oh my goodness! Do you get Carlos Rogers at seven and a half a year versus? I mean. Finnegan, the first three years of his deal is $33 million. That's beautiful. 11 a year. I mean, that's a home run for him, but I mean, that's a lot of money for Cortland Finnegan. I mean, that's a lot of money. Correct. I'd rather keep the one I know, Carlos Rogers, with that pass rush now that he's keeping his hands on balls and actually picking off the balls he gets his hands on. How good are the Niners? I'll take them at, I'll take him at seven and a half versus getting in 10, 11 a year for Carr and Finnegan. How much, in that respect, we're talking about the Niners, Randy Moss. Right. I like it. What's that you do? I like it. It's a, it's a low it's a low risk, high reward. But besides all the cliche, Jim Harbaugh, as we know, if he has to if he has to speak any other language besides X and O's, it's 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 yeah, he, right. he hates it. Right. Well, that's Randy Moss. As you're talking football, you put Randy Moss in a culture that San Francisco 49ers locker room. That immediate success they had, what Jim Harbaugh was able to do to the culture, to Vernon Davis, to Carlos Rogers, to some of these guys, to Justin Smith. You can't put somebody in there who's not about the team mm-hmm. and not about winning. They will; those players alone will handle that business. Right? Okay. As, you know the usual Pat Riley analogy with the Chicago Bulls with Dennis Rodman. They can absorb him. Okay. Any any of the stuff that's kind of sideways, they'll take to a point, but then they'll handle their business. It's kind of it's not maybe the Patriot way, mm-hmm. but it's a little more rugged in that locker room in terms of that. And I think Randy Moss, if he can come in and run enough. He gives them an element where defenses have got to back off, gives Frank Gore room to operate, gives Vernon Davis and Delaney Walker room to do things in that intermediate level across the middle, and it really enhances that offense. So uh, Matt Flynn, when he lit it up week 17, knocking Bart Starr, Brett Favre, (laughs) Aaron Aaron Rodgers out of the Packers' single-game record book, a lot of people thought, okay, he is going to get a, a nice, fat free agent contract, and someone's going to hand the controls over to him as a starter in this game. We are 26 hours in. He hasn't even made a visit or had one. I mean, he's I got, got one. one he set will up. be in Seattle. Right. But 
What well, do we? What do we make? The Manning of this? thing obviously complicates things right. somewhat. And I, I'm how, not. But giving how up. so? How so? You got Tennessee. Tennessee won't. Miami. Arizona's not. Miami. Arizona. Miami. There's football it. people in that building. I'm told who would think, let's just roll with Matt Flynn. There's also an owner who badly wants Peyton Manning to the point where you held up the grease board like... during our during our <laughs> during our coverage. I gave him a goose egg. You gave him a zero percent chance of yeah. getting Peyton Manning. Yeah. Zero. Yes. I don't. I do not see it happening. I don't see a scenario and, where Peyton the, Manning's in Miami, and, and I haven't for then, quite some time. And then, so then, so then, Flynn may wind up in Miami, Seattle or Miami. Okay, but no, Cleveland. Cleveland's not a spot. I for don't him. hear so much on Cleveland. So Cleveland's right going to go with Colt McCoy, or they're going to try, or or they may get Tannehill. They Tannehill. may with fourth and if overall. Kevin Cobb gets cut, you may be able to pick up Kevin Cobb on the cheap and still go get McCoy, Tannehill. I, I don't know if Arizona's going to get Manning either. Again, we're dating the heck out of this thing. So, <laughs> well, the scenario that we talked about, though, right? Let's say. Peyton Manning goes to Tennessee. Matt Hasselbeck all of a sudden becomes expendable. He could be a big domino chip in this because he's got ties to Holmgren in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and he plays that West Coast system that Joe Philbin runs in Miami. I mean, again, he's a short-term ringer. He's not the long-term answer. But he will give you more of a bounce than Matt Flynn. You use him for a year or two. Maybe you end up with the worst record to get Matt Barkley. I don't know. Mm. But something could happen there. Let's get off the Peyton topic before I, we date this thing in, <laughs> completely entirely. I'm, I'm hoping this thing lasts at least into the weekend. Uh, I give it six hours. Brandon Marshall, what do, what 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 do we know about uh, about his situation? Um, the the Bears go ahead and grab him. On paper, first blush, that looks like what a great move, right? With Jay Cutler, correct? You're not well, sold. Well, even then, I mean, it, even with Jay Cutler. It, it, Without knowing this latest incident, you still always have the specter of some drama with him, whether it's in the locker room or outside. And I, really, the, the the conundrum with him is he's such a charming, engaging, yeah. Smart, Every time I meet him, I think I mean, is this he the lights guy that a room up. I mean, he why comes in he and lights a room up. Why is he always in the headlines? Because here's why I think. It, you know, again, we don't know what happened at this nightclub, and by by all accounts, so far, he was a victim. Clearly, his wife took a bottle yeah, of the yeah, face. Yeah, she, was a she got hurt. Okay? Yeah, but if you are at a charity event in New York City, okay, and you have all these strikes against you, and you're involved in incidents left and right in many cases every year, right? Do you go to a marquee nightclub? I mean, I, 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 do you do that? And and can you blame him? I know he's a young kid. He's out and about. But at some point, go rent a movie. You know, yeah. I mean, at that. At, in all honesty here. I, I'm totally with you. I mean, look at Adam, no longer Pac-Man Jones. I mean, right. This is your livelihood. This is your livelihood. This is your livelihood. I'm sure he probably knew this trade was being discussed. I mean, this seems like something that's been on the table for a week. Right. And to just put yourself Walk in the position. Walk and this is and this any is, don't hoot with the owls is our as yeah, what's right. in our guest uh, from last week's podcast would say never hoot with the owls nothing or, can happen or just bring the owls well, you know happen. over to your house right. and hoot together there. well he was in New York for a charity event apparently from, from hooting the from hotel his, his agents his agents um, press release on it. But I do hope, obviously, the best for him because he is, seems yeah. like such a good I, dude, and he's got an incredible amount of talent. And now he's hooked up. I mean, this is they got the band together: Cutler, quarterback; Jeremy Bates, the quarterback coach. You know, Tice will draw up the plays, but you got the quarterback with the coach that he wanted, and the quarterback with the wide receiver that he wanted, and it's in a place that's not seen this 
maybe ever. And, yeah. a, and, a, heck of, when, and a heck of a running back to go with that's that. That's right. Maybe wa- remember uh, who brought that up? It was Brad Biggs of the Tribune who came on with us, right? He's with the Tribune. Right. Yeah. He came on. He said the last time the Bears had a 1,000-yard receiver – Marty Booker. How about that? Maybe he dropped wow. Marty. And I didn't think I would I mean, go on to our first three hours of coverage of free agency and, and hear the name Marty Booker, but we did. And that was after your swingers reference, and what were the other ones yeah, you were well, dropping? The swingers there? reference to me was because the Broncos don't call Peyton. That's right. The Broncos were like, we're right. not calling Peyton. Right. We don't want it. You know? right. It just reminded me of all the girls I used to chase in high school. I always called them. I, oh, and it made me think of the John Favreau yes. scene in Swingers. That's painful. Which, by painful. the way, is like a horror movie. Like You have to painful. watch it through your fingers. Got, any guy who sees it, it's totally oh, painful. It's visceral. So, so in, in this analogy, Peyton Manning was Nikki. Right. You know, and Favreau was the, the, the Broncos. And, and then Beisner, who's sitting in Arizona, saying Arizona has the same thing. Tennessee doesn't have that problem. Again, we're talking Peyton, but Tennessee had him, you know, last here. So the question is, so, who ends up swing dancing with Nikki at the end of the movie? Well, the bottom, is that what we're, uh, that's, yeah, that yeah, what that, we're getting to? Well, it wasn't Nikki. Nikki. Or what was her? Who, no, 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 it was Nikki. It, yeah, yeah. Who, what, it but was the, the girlfriend. The nice girl. I forget, yeah, the, the girl. Yeah. What, yeah. Who got, well, Heather, 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 Graham. Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Yeah, yeah. Bud Adams. Hello. <laughs> but Adams as Heather Graham is an analogy we should never hear again. Wow. Uh, I think we, uh, we we're off get, the rails. We get we're off more, the rails. One more question with these two guys. And then uh, they all right. Do their, so, yeah, uh, you guys got to go to the real Total Access producers are going to start pounding on the door. Real quick on Brandon Marshall. If we get him, even let's say he gets suspended for even a game. This is more of a long term. And when I talk of Brandon Marshall long term, a 16-game season and possibly postseason. Look at the secondaries he's going up against in the division. Okay, Green Bay's got some good corners, but they just got scorched last year. The Vikings have Abbott and Costello Yeah, at corner. Detroit, nothing at the corner. Detroit made Matt Flynn, right? They made (laughs) Matt Flynn. Brandon Marshall could go off. Okay, we, he, he might have six games. I want to see that offensive line, off. too, though. I mean, if, if we're going to become a vertical team all of a sudden, then we're going to need to protect, and we'll see. It's same, hey, look, the same, most of that same line was in place last year, and they were killing it before Jay Cutler got hurt. Those four or five games before he got hurt, they were the scariest team in the NFL or one of the two scariest teams in the NFL. So if they're able to upgrade right. in any way, shape, or form, they've got Brandon Marshall now to make teams defend them a little bit differently. I mean, if that defense well, can continue way, to play. And by the way, how about in free agency, again, the same teams who never do yeah. anything don't do anything. <sighs> I mean, seriously, like Green the Bay. The Bengals are the one like, right it's now. Like, it's like, it's like you knock on the Bengals' door. Are they, are they even See, Green there? Bay doesn't ever, Green ever Bay doesn't right? do it, Pittsburgh. and they win. Pittsburgh doesn't do it, and they win. Cincinnati doesn't do it, and they look like they're on the cusp of winning, and that's the one. Like they're literally they're not doing it. They're losing. They're losing they starters. Should, yeah, they're they losing got players. Forty million they cap have, space and they're losing starters. They have cap space and they have an extra first round choice. And you could go get Mike Wallace right now and stick him beside AJ Green. Correct. Oh my goodness. Correct. You throw Mike Wallace the chunk of change and take him from Pittsburgh and yep. take him from Pittsburgh. Why wouldn't the Bengals do something? Because because like Mike Brown's tight fisted. Is that what it is? I, you know what, what, it what is? else you could do? You could go look over to they. They could use another corner to put with Leon Hall. They lost Jonathan Joseph. Sure. I go to Baltimore. Ladarius Webb. You got a one on him or Kerry Williams. A, a two on him as a restricted free agent. I'd take a shot there too. I mean, if you want to go all in, I mean, they could get pretty creative and hurt some division rivals and make themselves better. And they've got, but two that's not draft clearly. Picks. That does not seem to be the way they're rolling. And they've got two first round draft picks, courtesy of the Raiders. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying you yeah, take I one mean, of your picks, and uh, that's what Lombardi said on our air. It's like you essentially trade Carson Palmer for Mike Mike Wallace, which yeah. he would have done any day of the week. Yeah. What about what about the Vikings? Okay, there's a team. They've got money. 
could they so attract far them? away though. They're, I, I, to me, free agency doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you, you, especially if you're not, unless you're getting a guy at age 25, 26, maybe 27. Otherwise, you, it's, all these five year deals are generally three year deals. And if the guy's already pushing 30, by the time you're any good, he's out the door or you're restructuring or whatever. You know, I mean, I just think they've got to accrue draft picks. And, and slowly build that way. I mean, they're nowhere close. Like the Colts, too. People are like, well, why aren't the, the Colts are losing all these guys? Well, sometimes you have to start over. And that's the last yeah. thing. Or this will be the last thing, too, right? You, what you, well, Reggie I was going to say, Reggie Wayne resigning. Is a that was a shocker to me. Yeah. Yep. That's the shocker of free agency for the first day and a half. Yeah. Because when we were sitting there at the end of uh, week 16, uh, the end of Thursday night football, our season was yeah. ending, and, and the Colts' home season was ending, and Reggie Wayne caught that game-winning touchdown <laughs> from, from Dan Orlovsky, everybody, okay, that? to beat the Houston Texans, and everybody in the building was going crazy, and all of us, Marshall, me, Dion, we're all looking at each other like, did they realize that if they keep winning, That's, yeah. there's no Andrew Luck yeah. in this building? I mean, and blah, 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 blah. Long story short, Reggie Wayne comes up, and it sure sounded like he was out of there, and... And his phone wasn't ringing, as he was saying, and and you got the sense that he well, was look. pretty much out of there. And I thought, I thought, if there's any choice of of, of three of three of of, of what was going to happen, it would be Peyton back, Reggie not, Peyton and Reggie both not back. I would never have said it. Peyton not back, Reggie. They back. didn't think they'd have Reggie back. Their priority was Mathis and Garcon, and they offered Garcon a lot of money, five years, and he turned it down, which meant he knew that the, the pot of gold on the other side was going to be greener, and it, it turned out, or golder, or whatever. I'm mixing up my metaphors, but it's going to be better on the other side, and it was, but they didn't think they'd have Reggie Wayne either. I mean, if Garcon takes their offer, right, they're not even, they probably don't even extend a, hey, for the heck why of it, did Reggie at, win? At Do Reggie. we know why Reggie didn't sit there with all of this money going around and his skills he's, have not diminished? Yeah. But, but I mean, 34-year-old receiver. My thing, though, still is why the rush? I mean, you're looking at Miami right now, and they are naked at wide receiver. He signed a three-year deal with the Colts. Why couldn't he sign a three-year deal? San Diego, all these teams. Was Miami maybe not interested? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. They the had phone. some interest. I, I know Miami had some interest. And if I'm Miami, but and if who's they Miami's had Reg- quarterback? I, I don't. I mean, look, Reggie's right. got to be pretty clued in with Peyton. He's got to see what everybody else is seeing, which it's not Peyton Manning, and they might mm-hmm. not even get Flynn. And heck, who have they landed? I mean, they're they're batting. If their batting Manning, average if is Manning zero, signs, zero, zero. again, screw it. We're, we're totally <laughs> did it. If Manning signs with Tennessee or Arizona or Denver, okay, that means that Cleveland and Miami. One of those teams will be miss on the Manning boat. You have to imagine Cleveland called and was told. No, yeah, that right, was not okay, going to happen. I know that, but they, you have yeah. to imagine they called. Sure, you make an exploratory. So that means call. Cleveland and Miami miss on Manning. Cleveland and Miami don't trade up for RG three. Cleveland and Miami don't get Matt Flynn. Somebody is going to be down to Plan D at the quarterback. And Matt and that Moore plan or D, that plan, well, or. Or there's a couple teams jumping ahead ahead of Miami or whatever for Tannehill. I mean, I did a mock a while oh, sure. back that had Seattle jumping Miami to get Tannehill at six. I mean, we'll see how this plays out, but yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be he's sitting pretty. He will he is the last train in town. Oh, you Tannehill? don't get him. Yeah. It's all over. That, waiting Ta- for next year. Tannehill is going to make Jake Locker look like he was drafted <laughs> in Tom Brady's spot. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and and I love that scenario because if they get up to six, he's holding six. The Rams, Rams trade back again, get more picks. Get a guy that they could like. Maybe Michael Floyd will be there at twelve at wide receiver. Whoever they, they get starting immediately up. So yeah, there's all kinds. Do of we even yeah. think Tannehill's going to be any good? It it doesn't doesn't matter right now. Likes, <laughs> a lot of teams like him. Yeah, 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 that's true. We got to get these two guys out uh, here. But right, Steve, then, you want to give a quick pop? Of you yeah, when cover yeah, two's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah cover two. We'll be taping it tomorrow. Myself and Jason Smith will be talking more of this. More Peyton. What teams really 
might be hurting themselves right. in free agency either by going in or staying out. All right. There you go. So and Lock and Ford's much. got to get the total access. It's all access. over the website. And i got to get out of here, stuff, too, yeah. to be quite honest. What do we got? Do we got any uh, housekeeping? Yeah, well, uh, no bow ties on anything. We're back next week on television. Yes, we are. Uh, got a good guest coming up in April, oh, and I we're can at also, the draft. I can, also, I can also announce who's going to be on uh, next week's show. You guys don't even know it. You guys, no you guys don't even know it. Ryan Khalil's going to be here in person. Oh, nice. Nice. Ryan nice. Khalil's going to be here in person. He's got great personality, man. I can't wait. He's, a, he's a fan of this podcast. Ryan Khalil. I know that for a fact. Um, Jay Moore was supposed to be on this week. He booked a pilot. God bless him. He couldn't make <laughs> it. So we, re- we, we rebooked him in April. Um, and Ray Romano's on the hook, correct? Ray, yeah, Romano Ray Romano's early, on the hook early, for early yep. April, too. That's and what we got going on. New York City for the draft. We will be there. Yeah, we're going to do a, a draft show. Well, well God, we got more to come. we we got to get Weish and Lockett for off. Uh, I'm glad you had a good time with your mom, man. You're, there you got it. That, uh, Rich Eisen uh, signing off for this week's edition of the Rich Eisen podcast that I hope is not too dated by the time you download it. Stay listening, dear friends.